the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you'll get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of the Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Mark Longoria. Hello, San Antonio. Thank you so much for joining us today. You're listening to The Warden, South Texas, AM 630 KSLR. My name is Mark Longoria. I'm the Director of Ministry Development here at the radio station, and we're grateful that you are tuning in today to this program called Church of the Week. This program was designed to uh, get you, our listeners, to uh, meet some of our local pastors in our community. You know, we found out that many of you uh, have been getting your spiritual bread, your daily bread from television and from radio, and again, we're grateful that you do that. However, as a radio station, uh, we would like for you to know that we uh, highly encourage you to get connected in a local church, be a part of the local body, get to meet somebody around in one of the churches in your neighborhood, or maybe even if it's across the city, but someone that uh, you can call your own personal pastor, that you can be accountable to, that you can go to for prayer and encouraging words, and uh, there's a group of people that makes up that particular church that you can call your brothers and sisters in Christ, uh, people that can also hug you and, and love on you and take care of you and and uh, just encourage you when you're down. And, and, and by the way, it's a, it's a place where you can use your spiritual gifts, your own personal gifts, to, uh, to contribute towards the body of Christ. So find a local church. And today... We want to feature a local church. We have a pastor in San Antonio, Pastor Tammy Bradford. She is the pastor of Free Worship Deliverance Ministries here in San Antonio. And uh, so, Pastor, we just want to welcome you in the studio. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for being here. Now, I know that you're kind of new to San Antonio. Yes. I, I know you personally. You're a good friend of mine. And uh, But before we talk about all the stuff that God is doing here with your ministry and with you personally, I want you to kind of take us back. It's just for the people that don't know you, have never met you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. What would you say to somebody that's just kind of meeting you for the first time that you'd like for them to know about you? Amen. Well, hello, San Antonio. Uh, I am originally from Baltimore, Maryland, so I'm from the East Coast, and um, I was born and raised there, and um, just the Lord just began to deal with me, and uh, he called me to preach the gospel in 1999, and um, as many of you know, when you get the calling, you typically run in the opposite direction, yes, and of course. Uh, I was no different, of yeah. course, um, but eventually, of course, it just uh, said yes to the Lord. And he began to move me out of Maryland, and my path led me to uh, York, Pennsylvania, and then to Georgia. And it's because um, I was a little disobedient when I left Maryland. (laughs) Uh, God said head straight for Georgia, but I made a pit stop. Um, But God is so good. And so uh, once I got to Georgia, I uh, found a church there, and I began to serve. And over a period of about nine months, uh, God began to tell me that he was going to call me to pastor. Mm. And, um, and, And of course, you know the Lord, when he speaks something, it is going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and a good friend of mine knew somebody who knew somebody um, that was in a 
military, and they were looking for a pastor here uh, in San Antonio, Texas. And I came sight unseen, had never seen the church or met the bishop or seen where I was going to live. I just trusted God all the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I came here, and I served as a pastor for about nine months there. So something about me in nine months, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, I served there for about nine months, and then God shifted me again. Um, and he led me to another church where I just uh, sat and served for about a year until he said it was time to pastor again. Mm-hmm. And so here I am. <laughs> so when God called you, uh, you, you knew that you were going to be called to, to pastor. Is this something that you just kind of received and said, okay, uh, did you fight it? Uh, how, did, how did that go? I didn't believe it at first. Uh, I thought not me. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I, I grew up, my, my mom uh, was an alcoholic. My father was a drug addict and I never got caught up in any of those things, but I certainly wasn't living the lifestyle of a Christian, mm-hmm. even though I had been baptized and uh, saved at the age of 12. Um, I still was doing what I wanted to do. And so yeah. initially when I heard the call, and you know when it's God, mm-hmm. um, I really didn't believe it. Um, so I just kept going back to God, and I, I'm a dreamer. So every night I would dream that he was calling me and telling me to write and, and speak to his people. Um, and during that time, he also called me as a prophet, and I didn't even know what that was. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, of course, I woke up, and he told me to go to Jeremiah. So I began to read the word to even understand what that meant. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not a person who, you know, I grew up in Catholic church, and then I went to a Methodist church, and then I went to all of these different denominations. So for me, really, to have a personal relationship with Christ and understand his word for myself was something totally new. Yeah. Tell us tell us about the prophetic, because I know that there's a lot of people that can immediately relate with uh, with the word pastor, the office of the pastor. But the Bible speaks about the fivefold ministry. Yes. Uh, of which you you have uh, you've been activated in every bit of those five uh, that fivefold. Um, and but I think a lot of people don't really understand the, what the prophetic is. What is the office of the prophet? Does anybody that prophesied, does that mean that they are a prophet? Um, and for those people that are thinking, well, the prophets are of the old, they're of the Old Testament, they don't exist anymore. How can you explain to us just a little bit uh, and educate us more on the office of the prophet? Um, the first thing I would say, the office of the prophet um, is simply that you're, God has chosen you to really just hear the voice of the Lord and be able to communicate God's heart. And not everybody that prophesies walks in the office of the prophet. You know, the word declares that your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Mm -hmm. And so we know that we all have the ability to prophesy. Um, But I just believe there's a remnant that God has chosen uh, that he can trust with his word and trust with his heart and trust with his people. Because many times people hear the word prophet and they get scared Mm -hmm. um, because they think doom and gloom. Mm -hmm. But prophets come to speak life. We they come. also get scared because you're going to read their mail. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am guilty of reading mail. <laughs> um, but it's it's one of those, it's a very lonely office. Mm, yeah. You know, uh, a lot of people glamorize it, you know, mm. but I can tell you personally, it's very lonely and it's very hard. Um, but it's, it's something that I wouldn't trade for anything in the world. And mm. as far as anybody, uh, you know, who says, well, a prophet's really for today. You know, when we really study the word of God, we see that, that, that God is God all by himself. Yes. And he he uses whom he chooses. That's right. You know, so if you're chosen by God to 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 be a prophet, it's something that's honorable. It's something to be proud of. And um, initially, when I received that call, I also didn't I didn't know what it was. And so I went to a local pastor at, at the time, and he said, you know, prophets don't exist. The exact same thing. Um, until he just began to sit down and talk to me. And so 
And one of the things that was said to me, and I, I always tell people this all the time, um, he looked at me after I, as he asked me what was God saying to him. Mm. And I shared it with him. And then he looked at me. He said, okay, Eva, he said, you're like Jesus. You're either the real thing or you're crazy. So, uh-huh. <laughs> so I tell anybody out there, you know, if that's something that God's calling, to, you, you know that you know, and you're okay with the ridicule and the doubt, and your gift will make room for you. That's right. That's right. Well, we've been recipients of that. I know I've personally seen uh, how God has used you multiple times, not only speaking into our lives, but also into so many other people around me. And uh, we can truly attest to the fact that God God speaks through you and God, God uh, just does some marvelous things through the office of the prophet, not only through you, but uh, all these other people that God has called into that office. And and I can totally uh, agree with that statement that not everybody that prophesies is a prophet. Absolutely. It's like um, it's like I can teach my children their homework. I can help them, but that doesn't make me a teacher. Absolutely. That doesn't make me a certain. I can't walk into the school district and say, hey, well, I teach my child at home, so you need to hire me. I'm not qualified in that sense because I just haven't had the formal training or haven't been. That's not my calling per se. But in this case, uh, yeah, there is a there is a distinction between the office of the prophet and someone who occasionally, as God moves and as God desires, he he just uses somebody to to proclaim his word. Absolutely. So uh, you move here uh, to San Antonio uh, a couple years back, and um, I know that one of the things now that uh, has to do with your ministry is is uh, there's there's some type of a magnetic pull, a spiritual magnetic pull for those people that have been through church hurt yes. and yes it exists yes. there's there's something we're we're human and sometimes we make mistakes and sometimes there's been people that stand behind the pulpit or people in, a, in authority that uh for one reason or another and we're not here to, to, to cast stones but we're just for one reason or another um they make bad choices and they hurt people and um and i know that you went through something similar and now god is using that that difficult time as a testimony and as something that you can use to help other people. So why don't you take us through some of that? Because I am sure, <laughs> I'm positive that there are listeners right now yes. that say, well, the reason I listen to radio and not go to church is because of my experience at the church. Yes, absolutely. Uh, when I came to San Antonio, the first thing that God said to me um, was that I had a mandate. Mm. And the mandate was to restore trust in leadership. And when I heard that, um, again, I, I thought that that sounds kind of vague and it sounds big, you know, what type of leadership. Um, but he really was saying that it's it, we as pastors, we have to restore trust from the sheep. You know, church hurt is something that is real. I've experienced it several times. And again, the men and women of God, you know, we 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 are all um, held accountable and we all make mistakes and we say things. But there comes a place where it's really emotional abuse. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've suffered that. And you think that you're doing the right thing by staying under the abuse uh, because in your mind, I'm serving God. And so I have to be obedient. I have to submit. submit. And so that word submission, you know, is is like a taboo word. But when you truly understand it from a biblical perspective, submission is not an issue. Mm. But anybody who has authority and abuses the, 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 the person that's submitting to them, they're in error. And 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 because of that, um, I, I left church. Mm. You know, so I'm one of those people who left church. And, and like many of your listeners, I I I refuse to go to church. Um, and almost to a point where I weren't really wanted to leave the faith. Isn't that uh, ironic that now you're pastoring a church? Yes. <laughs> 
That's just like yes, God, just it? like God. <laughs> All right, you know, I told God, even yeah. when I lived in Georgia, you know, I, I told God I'm not going back to church. Yeah. I'm not going to deal with any of these pastors. Mm-hmm. I would, you know how we do. I told oh, yeah. God with everything that I was not going to mm-hmm. do. And I may, you know, I should have just said, okay, Lord, whatever you want. Yeah, right. But um, in that process, I really began to uh, understand uh, what it is and why people don't want to come to church. And it's because sometimes we are, we are super spiritual and, and sometimes we, 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 we throw stones across the pulpit and, you know, if somebody says something to us personally, then we take it out of them on a Sunday morning. It's just mm. different things that occurs. And um, during my journey, different times God would tell me, make sure you don't do this. Make sure you don't do this. Take a note of this. Mm-hmm. Not realizing that one day I was going to have to pastor to actually walk in that place. And um, as a result, um, our motto for the ministry is real ministry for real people serving a real God. Yeah. And so we we really are focused on helping them heal. Um, I just told the, the congregation last Sunday, many of them come and they want to serve. And again, because it's a new ministry. But one of the things that God told me was not to allow anyone to serve who was still hurting. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we're going through the healing process. Yeah. I'm taking them through the healing process. After the healing process, then comes restoration. Mm-hmm. After you get restored, you know, then you can lead, mm-hmm. you know. And someone at my church um, had a great saying last week, you know, how can you lead if you're still bleeding? Right. And so church hurt is real. And, I, you know, I say to anyone that's listening, um, don't leave God because of it, because I almost made that mistake. And then you have to really question, you know, who are you really serving? If you're if you're going to leave God, who are you serving? Are, were you serving that man or were you serving God? Mm-hmm. We're in this thing to serve God and to help man, help them with the vision, help them with the work. But we're all called to serve God. That's right. For those of you that, are, that have been listening and these words and uh, that, that Pastor Tammy has just proclaimed over these uh, waves, um, they've resonated inside of you. And um, you know that you have been a recipient of some of that and have shared some of the same thoughts that she shared um, back in her days about staying away from church and would like to get a hold of Pastor Tammy and maybe go through this a little bit more and talk about your particular situation and, and have her uh, speak into your life and minister uh, into your life, I'd encourage you to give her a call. Her number is 210-957-0869. That's Pastor Tammy Bradford. She is the pastor of uh, Free Worship Deliverance Ministries. Um, yeah, they gather on Sundays at uh, at 12 noon at Mainstay Suites. That's off of I-35, uh, Interstate to Highway 35 North, 6900 IH35 North. Sundays at 12 noon and Thursdays for a Bible study and prayer at 7 p.m. If you'd like to find out more information online about the ministry, you can also go to freeworshipdeliveranceministries.com and uh, and get to know more about them there. Tell us about the church. The church launched uh, July 1st. Yes. And so it's a pretty pretty recent, and yes. uh, I know God has already done some amazing things and continues to do that. So uh, how how are things going? Well, let's see. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually thinking of starting a blog about pastoring <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because um, it is very interesting. Um, you learn a lot about yourself as a pastor. Yeah. Um, I, I am because I'm a prophet. I tend to be straight into the point, and the pastor part of me has to love on the yeah, sheep yeah. and 
be really compassionate. And I really, you know, some days I'm talking to God. I'm like, are you sure you want me to do this? Um, So it's it's been an interesting journey so far. Um, Yes, we opened the doors uh, July the 1st. um, And God has just been moving ever since. He's just Mm -hmm. taken us from faith to faith and glory to glory. And one of the things that um, our scripture, our main theme, um, scripture for our ministry is Zechariah four and six, that is not by might nor by power, but by his spirit. And so everything that we do, um, everybody at my church will say one thing, this is not church as usual. Mm -hmm. And so um, services can range from anything to me not preaching at all because Mm -hmm. the Holy Ghost has just come and is ministering to people to, you know, just solid hours of teaching um, some some days I've walked in the door and God said, no praise and worship, just get straight to the word. Mm. And so it's been different. And because we are in a hotel setting, um, the one thing that I think is a, is attractive for the ministry is that we're getting a little bit of everybody that's coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have some truck drivers that's coming through San Antonio stop in. Uh, we'll have people that hear us from other ministries stop in. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the hotel guests that stay there had a few of them stop in. And so I think the location is, is just prime for yeah. this hour and this season. And um, the other thing is that we're not rushing God. Um, you know, I, I heard years ago you know, be willing to start small and grow small. And so the hotel room, we, we hold probably about 45 to 50 people. And, mm-hmm. and some Sundays we run out of chairs and some mm-hmm. Sundays we have plenty of chairs. Mm-hmm. And I'm not concerned about the numbers. Yeah. I'm concerned about the souls. Yeah. And so for me, it has been really uh, revelation to understand don't worry about growing numbers. Worry about growing the people. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I'm focused on. Amen. The um, when someone walks into the service, explain to us a little bit about the importance of giving time for that free worship and giving time for the the spirit of God to do what he wants to do that day. Because, uh, as we know, in this day and age, we're very structured. We have our itemized list of to do's. And, uh, you know, and sometimes we want to go into church and we have to we think that it's got to be structured this way. And um Talk to us a little bit about the importance of just allowing the Holy Spirit and what happens when we open up ourselves to just say, God, just do your thing. We're just here for you. You are the main attraction here. Not not the pastor, Mm -hmm. not the deacon, (laughs) not my agenda, but it's you. Amen. I'll start with the second part of that. It's it's. It's an interesting journey because it shows you how much you have to trust God. Mm-hmm. Um, I promise you, I printed a program from day one, and <laughs> we, we we have yet to use the programs. Yeah. So I finally told them last week I'm not wasting any more ink um, yeah. because in my mind I thought this is how service is going to flow. Yeah. This will be a good structure. Yeah. And every Sunday God has a different plan. And yeah. so you learn a lot about yourself. And I said, let me start talking about me before I t- talk about the person that walks in the door again, mm-hmm. learning a lot about myself because it shows me how much I trust God because the, the, the part of me, um, again, as a pastor, as a leader, I want to take control mm-hmm. and I, I want things to go A, B, C, D, and E. And when they don't go that way, I'm freaking out. Yeah. Um, so just learning to chill out, basically. Yeah. But as far as um, the importance of it and when someone walks in the door, um, the atmosphere speaks a lot when you come into church. A lot of people, when they come to church, whether they're coming in for the first time or the 50th time, um, are coming in. And a lot of times they have a lot going on in their own personal lives. You don't know what the person is, is walking in 
from. You don't know if they just, you know, finish getting high. You don't know. You just don't know what, right. what they're coming from. And so coming into an atmosphere that says you can be yourself mm-hmm. and you can praise God. And for us, you know, we're, we're, we, we are definitely worshipers. And so, um, you know, we lay out on the floor. We do all of those things. And I've had people who come who've never had that experience. Mm-hmm. And they sit back and they watch. And so for me, God has been saying it's important that we show them how to worship. And um, it's been an amazing experience because we've had them by the end of the service, they'll either take a knee or they'll come up and just say, you know, this is new for me. You know, we've had um, a few visitors come from other religions where, of course, talking in tongues and Mm -hmm. all of this was just not accepted. And and but they embraced it. They Mm -hmm. embraced it and they knew it was God. And I think that's the most important thing, if I would say anything else, is that when it's the, the true spirit of God, a person will know it. That's right. What do you see God doing with free worship? What do, what do you see God doing with your ministry? And it's, you know, I, I think a lot of times we want to be reserved and say, well, but I'm, honestly, what is the Spirit of the Lord showing you? Because I know you're an author as well. You've written a book. You, you evangelize. You go prophesy in all these different places. You're being called. Uh, so there's a much bigger picture than just the ministry that you're pastoring. Um, you're walking out there as an evangelist, you're walking out there as a prophet, you're walking out there as an author, as a speaker, um, with so much going on, what is God showing you about you, you and your personal ministry and the church itself? Just, I don't know. It's a, it's a whole, it's a whole lot of stuff just kind of thrown together, but it's, it's, it's amazingly being (laughs) moved strategically by, by God. Yes. I I feel like, um, I heard Jensen Franklin preach a message one time about God being a master chess player. Mm. And I truly am the recipient of that. Um, the moves that, that God is structuring in, in the life in my personal life and in my, in the ministry in the church, um, is just absolutely amazing. He's sending people to the ministry who honestly, they could be pastors in their own right. They could Mm. be evangelists in their own right. Um, but again, they're at a place where they want, they wanted something different. And so what he's doing The first phase of what he showed me is making sure that the house is together, that the church is together, the foundation is there, Mm -hmm. that the people in the the congregation are strong, that they're strong in the word of the Lord, and that they are not um, selfish, to be Mm -hmm. honest with you. They're not walking in any type of pride. And so I see all of him working all those issues out. And at the same time, he does. He sends me out, and then he had me do a prophetic CD, which I had never done in my life. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I had that coming out, and so... He's opening other doors, and and I and I promise you. One of my members said to me yesterday, you know, the the service yesterday was just so powerful. Uh, we talked about the promise of God. You know, I'm holding on to the promise, and the promise is holding on to me. And he said the service was so powerful. He said to me, I know for a fact you're you're going to be our pastor, but you're going to be out. Mm-hmm. And so, um, what is God saying? He is telling me that what he spoke to me, you know, ten. 15 years ago that he was going to send me to the nations will mm-hmm. come to pass. Yeah. Um, but it's just a matter of me not even to be honest with you. I'm not even at a place where I'm asking God for anything. Mm-hmm. I just want God. Yeah. And it's, it's when I settled in my spirit, instead of chasing after ministry and chasing after open doors and chasing after these things, I just started chasing after God. Mm-hmm. And when I began to do that, even in my, my secret place with God, God began to say to me, what you do in private, your private ministry is more powerful than your public ministry. Mm-hmm. And so as True. I've been, been going to God in private, the public ministry, he says, now I will make that powerful. Mm-hmm. 
Well, Pastor Tammy, when the day comes, let's say uh, it's not yet time, uh, not yet God's perfect time to, to come, and there comes a there comes a day where you will no longer be on this earth and you'll you'll go to heaven. What what kind of legacy do you want to leave behind? How do you want to be remembered? What do you want people to think about or what do you want them to say when they think about I remember Pastor Tammy and what she did? How do you want them to speak about the impact that they had on their their lives because of your ministry? Uh, if I had to sum that up, that I quietly reach one soul at a time and that she gave herself away. Mm-hmm. You know, every time I stand and minister, I minister with every ounce of everything I have in me. Mm-hmm. I don't um, save any for the next Sunday or the next service because I may not get that chance. Mm-hmm. I I want to be uh, remembered as a person who walked with God and who loved God and who made a decision to live their life for God, a truly godly example, um, not somebody who was, you know, ducking and dodging and, and, mm-hmm. and doing some things. I I am living for God. I am living for God, and I want other people to be able to say she taught me how to live for God. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, in the past, in the in the last uh, couple of minutes, why don't you um, just extend out an invitation to those that are listening, um, just from your heart, reach out to them, uh, invite them over to come visit you there at the church, and give us all the information on uh, where they can find you, where you guys are located, where uh, the times, the email, the web address, the phone number, the smoke signals, all that kind of stuff and how they can get a hold of you. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, again, this is uh, Pastor Tammy Bradford, and um, I would love to have you come and visit us at Free Worship Deliverance Ministries. Um, again, we are a real ministry with real people serving a real God, and, and we're prepared to handle your real issues and your real children and your real husband and all of that stuff. You know, it's called real life. That's what it's called, and God can handle it all. And we're just a place that wanna, we want to love on you. We want to tell you about the Word of God. We want to take you into the intimate place with God. And so on Sundays, we meet at 12 o'clock noon and we do start promptly at 12 o'clock noon. Uh, and we have intercessory prayer from 1130 till about 1150. And so you're welcome to come out and join us. And um, on Thursday nights, we meet for prayer and Bible study. Prayer is from 7 to 730. And at 730, we begin Bible study. And God is just showing up even in Bible study. Bible study has actually been more packed than Sunday service um, because we're in there and we're, we're having an interactive uh, good time. We're laughing and just learning the word of God. And so please come out and visit us. We're located again at the Mainstay Suite, 6600. I'm forgetting my own 6, address. 6,900. 6,900 IH35 in San Antonio, Texas. And again, that's I-35 off of Ritterman Road. You can reach us by phone at 210-957-0869. You can reach me directly at Pastor Tammy 3 at att.net. And of course, on our website at www.freeworshipdeliveranceministries.com. And if you call me, I do answer the phone. I had someone find me on Facebook last week, and they called the number and were shocked that the pastor answered the phone. So (laughs) I look forward to speaking with you. All right. Well, Pastor Tammy, thank you for coming out here, being with us. And uh, we pray blessings over you, pray blessings over your ministry and everything that God is doing. I just know that... uh, it's just going to be victorious, and we're just we're just looking forward to continuing to see what God is doing, and will continue to do in your in your life. Amen. Well, thank you so much. All right, everyone else, just continue to listen here to AM six thirty KSLR, and God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us today as we featured the AM six thirty KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you've got a chance to get to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. 
If you would like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at kslr.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.